0: Podcast you've been looking for all along step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world welcome to no tracers welcome back to no tracers my name is k just the letter k and i am known as no dot tracers on instagram or no tracers on tiktok or notracers.com i'm known as no tracers welcome to the podcast the show is all about urban exploration. I interview different explorers from around the world about their urban exploration stories, their experiences, their gear recommendations, bucket list items, injury stories, all kinds of different things on this show. And this week I am speaking to a couple that explores together. This week I'm speaking to Urbex Rover and Ripe Arts. They are two explorers. They live out in New York, and they explore all over the East Coast. They've been to Italy. They've been through Europe. They've been all over the place. So we're going to be talking about how they met, how they got into urban exploring together, the experiences they've had, and some of these are hilarious, and some of them are crazy, and some of them are scary, and I'm so excited for you guys to listen to this episode with Urbex Rover and Ripe Arts. Before we get into the show, just a few housekeeping things. First of all, if you're new to No Tracers... Please hit that subscribe button. I would greatly appreciate it. Welcome to the show. We do this every single Friday. There's a new episode. Please go back and listen to the previous episodes after you enjoy this one. There's a lot of really cool guests on this show. We recently had Greg Abandoned on the show as well. He is the host of the Chasing Bandos podcast. If you guys want to check that out, you absolutely should. It's another Urban Exploring interview style podcast. Very, very good. Highly recommend it. Other than that... If you guys want to pick up a copy of my photography book, No Tracers and Urban Explorers Diary, it's a photo book full of my pictures and stories from abandoned places all around the world. So if you guys want to support what I do, you want to support my art, you can absolutely pick up a copy of my book at notracers.com slash shop. You guys are the best. Thank you for listening to another week of the show. It's my favorite podcast. That exists. It's my favorite podcast, and I hope it will soon become your favorite podcast. If you would leave a rating and feedback, I will send you a signed photo print as a way of saying thank you. It's absolutely free. It takes 30 seconds of your time to go down to the No Tracers page on Apple Podcasts. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see other people's ratings and feedback. If you just leave a rating and feedback, that would help the podcast grow and help us find new listeners and get a, give us some credibility. And finally, I need to let you know that we have a partner here on the No Tracers podcast, and that is Liquid Death Water. If you guys are ready for an advertisement from Liquid Death Water, well, here you go in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water, a water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid Death, murder your thirst. Liquid Death Water has actually been a partner of the No Tracers podcast for quite a while now. And every time I travel somewhere new to go exploring, I stop at a 7-Eleven and I pick up some Liquid Death Water on my way to wherever I'm going I love the stuff. It's Austrian mountain water. It's in a can. I think canned water is the tits. It's awesome. It's way better than buying plastic water bottles. I'm actually drinking some liquid death right now. I have the uh, still water, the regular mountain water. They have still and sparkling. Very exciting. If you like sparkling water, you can use it as a a mixer. I don't drink, so I don't know how that works. Uh, I don't know if sparkling water counts as a mixer, but whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, if you guys want to try Liquid Death water, please go to liquiddeath.com and use code just the letter K for a 10% discount on a case of water, 30 cases of water on your whole order, in fact. Use code just the letter K for 10% off. And thank you guys. Thank you Liquid Death for partnering with me on this podcast. You guys are the greatest. I appreciate you. All right, without further ado, Urbex Rover and Ripe Art, please introduce yourselves and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. My Instagram name is Ripe Arts.
1: What's yours?
2: Uh, I am uh, Arbex <laughs> Rover.
1: Awesome. How long have you guys been exploring for? Um, It's been about four and a half year, four years now, I guess. A little over four years. Uh, started like right in early 2017, I think. Yeah. So.
2: It's about four years.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Four, four, four years yeah. for you guys. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. You got a little bit of experience then and uh, tell everybody where you guys are located. Uh, We're in New
1: York. Um, So we've, you know, obviously, you know, we're very lucky to to be in an area where there are lots of great abandoned uh, hospitals and structures to explore. And that's kind of how we started.
0: Nice. So how did you two meet? First of all, like, did you guys meet exploring or like, how did you guys come together? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) Uh, you know,
1: no, we didn't meet exploring. Uh, we met online, um, you know, maybe a little less than a year before we started doing the photography and exploring. Um, and you know, really it was kind of like, um, you know, uh, he was already doing a little bit of photography stuff with the, the phone um, and you know, I could see that he was interested in it. So, um, got him a camera. Uh, he started playing I around with a
2: day. Yeah.
1: Yep. He started playing around with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, well, I want one. So, <laughs> cause we would go out and like, you know, try the camera out and see if it worked. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we were both kind of using it evenly. So, um, uh, so I got one as well. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we started doing kind of street we'd walk around and like take pictures of graffiti. I mean, you know, the city is a great place to do that. So, uh, and then, uh, you know, just started looking at photography online and, uh, got really interested. We knew a little bit, we'd heard a little bit about, you know, urban exploration, but, you know, um, uh, you know, really kind of got excited about the pictures and, uh, you know, wanted to try it out. So we did.
0: Nice. So, Uh, urbex rover one of the links i have down in the description of each episode is actually to guru shots Mm -hmm. so i see that you've been on guru shots for a little while you've got like a million guru shot points you're a master on there when did you find out about that website and what has that done for you as a photographer
2: well um like uh i think uh i started um two years ago and um i came across a friend who suggested me from Europe actually um, and um, he does um, Arbex too and um, I was like alright I'll give it a try and once I sign in it's not sign in let's say I'll put it this way actually Guru Shots I love more and much better than Instagram because Guru Shots have I'm not trying to advertise for them (laughs) but I think that um the platform is so amazing that people don't need to know you who you are as a photographer. Uh, you could be in any level of photography, or photographer, but um, they your your work based on solely of people voting for your pictures. And I think that that's amazing. You know, they don't have a chance to chat to you like they don't have a, uh, any platform to chat with you. Uh, talk to you like Instagram or any other social media uh, you upload a picture and they you get into the contest the photo contest and uh, they vote for your pictures based on whatever you're taking composition and actually also they are putting uh, when you upload a picture you can see the information actually what uh, aperture what shot uh, speed and all this thing so which is amazing so there's a, so many different background of the photographers there. You don't know them who they are, but you like their works, and that's what fascinates me. So yes, I am one. I'm a master now. I mean, in, in a photography, in guru shot, I'm one step away of being a guru. So once I become a guru, I can also uh, put out there like uh, uh, like you know uh, people who actually want to be. Um. show their pictures or their work. I can also manage like a kind of a hub or kind of a gallery, uh, you know, their pictures to show on there. So I'm getting in there yet. I'm still like learning about it. I've been published through Guru Shots in different countries so far, digitally and also actually some website also. But um, my experience about That's the Guru awesome. Shots is amazing, actually, to be honest, though. I wish that actually more platforms yeah. come up, do something like this, that you don't have to be pressured about peer pressure or like a pressure about the photography. Um, I mean, like who is the photographer or your friends? You just simply like the photography of the people taking it or their work and you vote for them or you think that they deserve to be shining. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've been on Guru Shots for several years now and uh, I wanted to bring it up cuz I saw it in your Instagram profile and I haven't had anybody else talk about Guru Shots specifically on this podcast before aside from myself, you well, know what I mean? You. But I love I didn't know
2: that you already yeah, did Guru yeah, shots because I... I do love it. I I yeah. do. I actually have a team too there.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So I've been doing guru shots. Oh my gosh. I, I don't know if it tells me like how many years I've been on there, but I mean, I've been on there for quite a while. You know, I've, I've entered so many contests and I'm a, I'm actually a guru on, on guru oh shots. God. I have okay. almost 5 million guru great. shots points. <laughs> and. Yeah, but I mean, I've been I've been on there for years, you know, and it's like the cool thing. Also, they just added this new feature where you can actually sell your photo prints on guru shots, which I think is like just an added bonus. You know, it's super cool. And, you know, I've been featured a couple times on different like you were talking about different digital galleries. And I've actually had my stuff like printed in galleries like around the world uh through guru shots which is super cool and so i definitely i know you said like this isn't an ad for them but like for me it kind of is an ad for them and, like, i agree with you it's i
2: agree
0: yeah, they and yeah and i should
2: actually yeah i love the site about you right <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should i'm gonna email them and be like yo do you guys want to like give, give me so, give me a free month or something on guru shots for this yeah. ad
2: <laughs> absolutely I mean, yeah it's it awesome I mean, actually i'm surprised actually you brought it up because nobody ever asked People even don't know that much yeah,
0: about it. I yeah, I love it. Right? Yeah, I'm on there. There's another site called Viewbug that's uh, similar and like platform that you can also like enter contests and it's all based on voting. And so I'm on both oh, of those. Cool. And I have to say I love Guru Shots a little bit more, but there there are like a couple other like feature platforms like that. But yeah, you know I never really thought about it the way you did about like liking it more than Instagram. But now that I think about it, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I do like the platform more than Instagram because there's less peer pressure on it, you know? Yes,
2: absolutely. You see, like every time, I mean, when I say uh, Heather, that I say, look, I mean, yes, it times consuming is it's really time consuming.
1: <laughs> I find it. I find it too yes. time consuming. <laughs> but I think that,
2: to be honest, though, it's for interesting sure. that that I don't have to be dealing with anybody. I don't have to talk to anyone. I don't have to say the shout out for me. You know what I mean? my pictures you yeah. know stands out then i get it if i don't then though it's fine you know what i mean but i have to like you know, mm-hmm. when i go the sure i mean when i was thinking first the difference was for me was um uh, well i have to pay something for some money to you know put in my gallery mm-hmm. but i was like hey you always have to put some money and in, invest some money to put your artwork in some galleries so there's nothing wrong about it it's not that you're yep. bribing them you know what i mean a lot of people think that way yeah, but I yeah. thought that, you know what? You have to put the money in there because even being digitally in New York City, actually in my um there's a, on my story there, Heather and I went together. One of my picture from high uh Hawksnest Highway oh, was yeah? posted in New York City and uh, I was yeah, wow. I, it's not my profession, you know. I was so proud of it that, you know, and actually I was so happy that Heather was with me together. You know, my baby was together with me and uh, was digitally even mm-hmm. published. You know what I mean? In New York City. Did I ever think of that? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it's such a cool opportunity. And I mean, like, have you done other, like, like art shows or anything like that? Either of you with, like, your your photo prints or anything like that? Because if not, I, I highly recommend doing it, especially where you guys are at. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for, like, getting into galleries and art shows and things like that. And I've personally done one with a group called raw artists and you basically can sign up on their website and they show you what cities these art shows are in. And then you can, bring your art you can you can sell like i have a photography book about urban exploration so i i like sell my photography book at oh, the art great. shows and you can sell photo prints and so yeah if you guys haven't done any like art shows you should absolutely do that stuff because i mean both of you your photography is yeah, incredible I and so I, I mean i would love it to see yours, it printed so. out i would love to see it printed out per like personally you know i i think people lose lose the concept of like having a tangible right. piece of art we we take so many pictures and we post so many pictures but i feel like we need to print them out more and frame them
1: yeah absolutely i have i used to do art shows i, I did a bunch of mixed media art um you know years many mm. many more years ago than i'd like to admit but uh um and then did some of those art shows and it's it's actually a good point we've thought about that before
2: and then, yeah, she you also just been published in Minnesota, right? Yeah, yes. there's
1: a actually my two of my photos are in um, an, exhibit. A, an, ex, an exhibit called Found Object in Praxis Gallery in uh, Minneapolis right now.
0: Wow, that's incredible. How did you get that opportunity? Like, did somebody reach out to you? Like, what walk me through that process.
1: Uh, honestly, I uh, you know, there's a bunch of them that I see online and. Um, you know, you can submit for juried exhibition and the jury, you know, reviews all of the submissions and, um, and then if yours is selected, uh, you know, they print it out and some, you can either send them a print and, um, have them frame it and put it in the exhibit or, uh, you know, just pay them to print it out for you. So, uh, this is, you know, I've, I've huh. submitted it to a few of those and, uh, this is just one of the ones that worked out.
2: Well, you're also working. That's in, awesome. New York, uh, something. The some work that you're.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I do like I, I do a little bit of graphic design work too, and have done some with my photography, mm. and um, work. Uh, you know, fi- finished some work on a book that's coming out in the fall. Um, it doesn't have a name yet, so I can't tell you. But, uh, um, that's all about the. Um, there are these old, in 1939 and 1940, they they're, for tax purposes, the city went around and took a picture of every single building in every single lot, actually, in New York City and all of the five boroughs. Um, so I worked with the, the author. They selected a bunch of uh, different locations to tell the story. And then I, um, you know, did the merging of sort of the old image and the new image so that you can kind of see the contrast of the then and the now and wow. that's coming out in the fall
0: that's so cool what an interesting concept like it, it kind of reminds me uh i have a friend that worked on one of the original spider-man video games oh, wow. and they went to new york city and they took photos of every detail of the city every manhole cover every oh, fire hydrant so. every piece of that city and they like 3D mapped it out and like built the city out from these images, and so it kind of reminds me of that. Just hearing his story about that on my other podcast about freelancing. Um, so yeah, even though we we kind of diverged into talking about photo prints, I still think <laughs> that that's super valuable information for for even urban explorers because like I feel like you should print your workout. But so take me take me into your first exploration a little bit more. Tell me what that was like for you guys uh walk me through it and what made you kind of catch the bug you know like some people who go into an abandoned building one time and then they're like ah it's not really for me but what made it stick for you guys
1: uh so um not to give away location names I guess we'll say our first we'll call it (laughs) Seymour um it's a uh we went to Seymour uh you know and like I said we kind of got um you know we kind of got interested in the pictures online um, and then started Googling abandoned hospitals and realized there's a plethora of them in our area. Um, so, you know, saw some pictures we really loved from Seymour. Um, and, uh, you know, we decided to go. Uh, we, we were idiots. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> we were walking around the building, you know, looking in the windows, uh, you know, probably for like 45 minutes uh, with our cameras hanging out, just you know, being so stupid because it was our first time, we just didn't really think about the security. It was or, January,
2: actually.
1: Yeah, there was a. It was a snowstorm, you, uh, you know, absolutely freezing. So we, you know, we walked around the building, uh, you know, tried to see if there was any way in. You know, we saw a way in, but then when we started thinking about going in, we realized that we're completely ill-prepared for this. We don't have flashlights, you know, we we don't have, uh, you know, we're wearing like normal clothes and normal shoes. So we were like, all right, next weekend we'll come back, we'll be prepared, Um, you know, so so we did. Um, And, uh, you know, we poked around and, I, you know, really enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of funny because I was really gung ho about like getting in and he was a little more nervous than me, which is par for the course. But, um, you know, and, uh, you know, by the time he was in there and exploring, he was like hanging out of windows and like, you know, doing super enjoying it. And, uh, you know, we just got the bug. And honestly, we have been like nonstop since then, like almost every weekend and then you know we've been very wow. lucky to be able to travel to europe like you said you've been kind of all over the place you know we've been lucky enough to travel to europe and um you know do a lot of exploring there and uh, meet some great people and it's been fun
2: we'll have to send you one picture wow. as far, i love it um that uh she was trying to go <laughs> in, the in the window a, in, the, in the window <laughs> Uh, I never posted that, but that is the funny picture ever. I would always remember during the daytime, there's a patients are working around and the (laughs) security. We were idiots. Nobody (laughs) ever said anything. But next time when we are two years (laughs) later with Belgian friend, they stopped us. That's another day story. But I'll have to send you that uh, picture. This is amazing. She's like a half inside and half outside of the window in the first floor
1: yeah and i mean again like you said we must have been trying to get into this window for a good like 25 minutes and you know we're like in full view of everybody i mean we just daylight had, you know had no concept of like <laughs> we should probably try to do this quickly Stealth. <laughs> yeah, we've we've wow that's incredible and gotten a little bit smarter about it now
0: awesome so you were talking about being ill prepared and not having things like flashlights and whatnot um could you guys give some gear recommendations for newer explorers and this could be your flashlight you use now it could be the kind of shoes you wear a backpack anything like that that you think new explorers need to have like the things that are like the most important
1: yeah absolutely i mean i'd say the first thing is a tripod like um you know the Uh, when we first started, we didn't use tripods. We just used the cameras and I wish we could go back, you know, and we did go back to a lot of the places, you know, once we started using the tripods because it makes such a difference. Um, and I I would say, um, a wide angle, uh, you know, when we, when we first started, we were just using like a 18 to 200 or something like that, um, on a non full frame camera. So, uh, you know, definitely once we got wide angle lenses, it was like, can we go back to all those other places and shoot them again? <laughs> um, we like the Viltrox lights. Um, you know, they're they're compact enough to carry around, but they're bright enough to really light up a room. And um...
2: And especially through the tunnels.
1: Yes, the tunnels. They are very,
2: very great. They're great as never had any other gear for the flashlights or anything. These are really great um, gear. That's the one gear really great. too. I would definitely. Mm. We had friends that came along, arborists, even uh, professional arborists we met. Then they're like, "What the heck is that?" I was like, "Well, this is a light."
1: <laughs> Let there be light. Yeah, they're very good. And they're not incredibly <laughs> expensive, so they're that. That's good too. So.
2: Yeah. And the backpack wise, mm. I would. i gone through a few backpacks and uh again not to just give the commercial you know credit but um i <laughs> actually latest, lately i got it, the foul fal, how how do you pronounce it i, I do know. have an accent fall <laughs> raven you know the fall raven that uh, fal swedish raven? yeah the fall raven the backpack yeah. yes uh i got a, like a 100 series of gtax amazing it fits all my gears and my tripod and uh, all the costumes and the mask i usually carry on a lot of masks as you <laughs> see in my i mean mm. i never reveal my okay i don't have to just say that please edit that <laughs> but i don't <laughs> put my you know so i always do that with my mask and costumes. everything fits in a small bag pretty around, carry, carry around and this like if i am very happy with the last purchase i made it um i mean heather said that oh my god that that is a great backpack
1: yeah it (laughs) is really good like
2: it's a small looks small but it still holds a lot of stuff in there
1: yeah i don't even know the Mm. backpack that i have but the one recommendation i would make to people is to get a backpack that you can fit your tripod in um you know especially if Mm, you're doing things like hospitals uh, you know, I mean, even houses, but I mean, houses and maybe not as much as hospitals. I mean, like if security sees you walking around with a tripod, yeah, they know why you're there. You. I agree with um, you. So we're we're very careful mm-hmm. to make sure that we have backpacks that our tripods can fit in.
2: That's a good point because you know what, um, Kay? Um, people we met in Europe and here, and uh, which is true, I know people are going to, our friends going to listen to us, but we always make sure that, make the point that uh, why are you working, uh, walking around with your tripod on the side? Because it's obvious. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you are not a water yeah. Tour. You're not in Italy and roaming around in Rome. You are actually going into the mm. abandoned places. And if you're walking around, first thing they're going to say, oh, is that a tripod? Is that a, like an AK rifle or is something else? <laughs> is that the kind of guy shoot them somewhere? You know what I mean? We've been, we been across yeah. that though. Some people are going to say that, oh, what is that? We can hear, you know, on the side, in the gas station or somewhere, what is this? So we, like, really switch into the backpack that everything can fit inside, look like a regular backpack, you know what I mean? And then when you go with other friends, wait a second, they're going to think, like, "Uh, what is this? (laughs) Is it a tripod? No. (laughs) Is it something else? Is it a laser? (laughs) So I think that that is a good thing to have everything. But that's in our opinion, though, you know.
0: Wow no I never even like thought about hiding the tripod there but I know. mean it makes so much sense now that you're saying I'm like wait a sec duh duh the the amount of times that people are like oh you're a photographer huh like dang it yes yes yeah, I am. yeah. <laughs> oh man <laughs> absolutely I love the gear recommendations that's one of my favorite portions of this show because everybody has a different recommendation so there's something out there for everybody and I think at the end of the day you have to find the products that meet your needs the most. Yeah. And so I I love like hearing about the different bags and and there's so many different bags out there and like you were saying I I've gone through like six bags over the years and I finally landed on the uh the Wandered bags. These guys did like a Kickstarter a few years ago and I backed their Kickstarter a little bit and and enough to like get my own bag from them. And it's like one of the best photography bags that's gone through so much abuse with me over the years. (laughs) And I I definitely uh, can recommend that bag. But um, trust me, me, I I
2: hear you. The reason I say that because throughout the years, I have learned she's not changing that much of a backpack. I do because I know that I'm little like kind of paranoid about that. What people see when I'm walking into the place, especially RBXing. So I want to be like less thing but more stuff in the bag. You know what I mean? So I have gone through six, mm-hmm. seven bags. I'm so happy what I have right now. Again, not to just give the commercial to the fall raven but again it's really amazing bag. <laughs> and I sew up all my like patches in there. <laughs> so it's look like a hippie bag now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I love that. Uh, Do you guys have any urban exploration injury stories?
1: You know, we've been pretty lucky with injuries. I mean, uh, you know, absolutely. We've got, you know, lots of scrapes and, uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, we were in, um, uh, I think it's in Belgium, uh, Church of Bones. um, And there was just a very small hole to climb through to get into it. And... Uh, You know, it's right near a police station. So you got to do it really fast. And, uh, you know, I ended up really ripping up my leg from that. But um, and then, uh, you know, he had one instance where he got, you know, a lot of bruises and very scared. Both of us got very scared because he fell through, uh, you know, the staircase um, at a, a very old abandoned hospital. Uh, and, but, but otherwise we've, we've actually been pretty lucky. We haven't broken any bones or, you know, stepped on rusty nails and had to go run and get a tetanus Mm. shot or, uh, you know, anything like that so far.
0: That's good. I I'm happy to hear that. Honestly, we've had an episode on this show where, uh, one of the urban explorers friends was climbing over a fence to go back to the car and ended up getting impaled on the fence and had to like pull his uh, leg out of this, this spike on the, f- uh, it was just gnarly to hear. And so I always ask like, what have you been through? And you know, it's us- the usual, I fell through a floor, I fell through a yeah. staircase, you know, stuff like that. No, so, and, uh, uh but I'm glad your, you guys have we been. We did
2: actually hard your, I mean, we did listen to your, um, podcast, which is amazing. Actually, we, When last weekend, few weekends ago, actually, we were driving around and our thing and we actually was listening to, hey, listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Some of them you interviewed our friends (laughs) too. But uh, I think that uh, I'll put in my two cents there that no, I mean, we're lucky or probably hopefully knock on the wood, we are still lucky.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, There was definitely some places we had to go through under the fence, absolutely could just totally uh, scratch, scratch us, our back or... You know do something like that but i guess we try our best both we work like a two as a team to be like look mm. after each other i guess you know so far it's working better but again next time if you interview us you probably get what the hell just happened you know our breaks over and uh, but, so we have to give you that other probably there you know but again <laughs> i think that yeah um sure but um We've been lucky
1: and careful.
2: Careful, yes. I think that's the that's in a way I would say that be careful. Is it worth to take the risk? You know what I mean. Like too much that with Mm. your life and your skin shedding off, or you have like a tetanus shot to take. You know what I mean. Like yeah, but anyway. I'll shut mm. up now. No, no,
1: but that <laughs> reminds me so of no, you're like, good. one of our rules is that we, I mean, it's not a rule, like it, it depends, but one of the things we try to stay away from our roofs um, because, mm. uh, you know, this place isn't there anymore. So I'll just say the name, but we were at Rockland and uh, you know, we were uh, trying to get into the kitchen and the only way into the kitchen is from the, was, you know, from the back to climb up onto the roof um, and while we were running, like while we were going across the roof, we could literally feel the roof buckling under us. Uh, and it, it was just the scariest wow. feeling. We were so lucky that it didn't actually, you know, buckle completely and we fall, you know, fell through the roof. So, uh, you know, we try to avoid roofs. <laughs> it, it was a daytime.
2: Actually, it was a glorious time. Actually, we felt so like relieved that there was a securities out there sitting down there and everybody knows rockland now that you say that rock no, i mean it's not even there yeah anymore. it's not anymore there there's a at guys now took over it but to be honest you probably know the place and it was so amazing back in that yeah. time she and like she, we were like walking around nobody would say anything but then when you get up to the rooftop it was like she's like oh jesus no i don't want to do this <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think a note for all explorers is to kind of avoid roofs. I definitely don't trust them ever, especially because, like, these buildings oh. are old, like, and the roofs aren't meant to last that That's long. Right. And I've been in, like, big, big abandoned shopping malls that have holes in the roof. Yeah. And you're just like, "Uh, who built
2: know, this right? place? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> did you have and any, did you like, have any uh, I mean, if I can ask you or we can ask you, did you have any experience like that? Yeah.
0: Did I have any, like, injury stories? Um, so, I mean, you know, your typical, like, cuts and scrapes, kind of like you guys are saying, um, I think the worst thing that happened to me is I, like, cut my leg open a little bit, uh, when I was exploring this abandoned jail here in California, um, and- we had to, like, climb over a, a razor wire fence and, like, do all this crazy stuff to get out of the place because the cops oh, showed up in the front. We had to get out the back and, like, we were scrambling to find a way out. And, like, it was insane. There was, like, a police helicopter at one point and, like, we were we were freaking out. So we were, like, anytime you're rushing to get out of a place, something's yes, bound to happen. Yes. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, that actually reminds me of our, like, one of our craziest um, adventures getting in and out of a place um, was uh, again I'm not gonna say the name I'll call it you know seashell uh, you know, but anyway it's a hospital and uh, one of the one of the buildings of the hospital is pretty difficult to get to it's completely gated um, and it's sort of surrounded by these hills so um, you know to to even if you got over the gate it's kind of hard to get into it you know so uh, you know, we kind of went through the back, uh, you know, found a way in through the back. Uh, and you, we didn't really realize how big the hills was, Hills were. Uh, and this is before we were on Instagram. So we weren't, you know, talking with people or getting any intel before we did anything. We just would look on Google Maps and, you know, figure out, hey, it looks like we could go here. And, uh, you know, we just go and try. Um, So we had no idea that the hills were, you know, as big as they were. Uh, And it had snowed like a few days before, so the ground was really wet. Um, So we had to like basically slide down one hill and then we had to climb up another hill to get to it. But the ground was so steep and so slippery, we were like pulling ourselves, we were like lying on our stomachs, pulling ourselves up this hill. Um, and, it's like a
2: battlefield of America. It's <laughs> like, just crazy. Yeah, <laughs>
1: um, and like at one point, you know, when we're like using the you know the trees and stuff to pull ourselves up, and at one point I'm in front of him, and at one point I I grab onto a tree, and I mean a tree, not a branch, uh, and the tree literally the roots just rip out of the ground, and you know falls, uh, you know it falls back. Fortunately, it didn't fall on him. Um,
2: I have the video of it. Like I was still <laughs> taking the video from my phone. I was like, what the hell has happened? <laughs> I swear to God, I, that was like first year of our exploration. One of the first or second one. Yeah. Like Yeah, no, it was very to early. To be honest, okay, wow. that after this, n- not many people went to that place yet. This is in like I would sh- share wow. with you, like we'll share with you in your message. is people I've not seen. gun It's amazing. You probably know the place, but it was amazing to have this, like... We didn't know anything about it, the yeah. Outer or anything, but anyways, continue. The,
1: the The funny thing about it is, you know, we find... I mean, uh, you know, when we finally got up the hill, uh, nothing seemed nothing seemed open. Uh, and we were like, oh, my God, did we just get do all of that, you know, and, like, we're not going to be able to get into this place. And then, of course, we walked around to the front, which we didn't want to do because it's more exposed. And, of course, it's wide open, so... Uh, you know, thankfully we got in. We were in there for a while, but the whole time we were in there, we were like, "How are we going to get out of here?" There was <laughs> you know, the a-
2: space. The firefighters.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then, when we came out, um, you know, the the you know the fire fi- the fire um, you know department uh, kind of patrols it and uses some of the the, the land there. Uh, so of course, when we come out of the building, they're standing right there. Uh, and it was just like, I mean, we, I, I just froze. Cause it was just like, there's no way I can do that hill quickly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that there's just no way. Yeah. Um, fortunately because they had come into the, the area, the gate was open. So we were like quickly ran out. <laughs> so we were very lucky on the the way out. But <laughs> it
0: was fun. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, would, would you say that was like your, your scariest situation you've been in?
1: Uh, I mean, I think there's different types of scary. I mean, um, that was probably one of the more difficult, like, entrances. Um, it's probably,
2: it mm. probably one of them. But uh, as, as uh, Heather say, I mean, she says that she's lucky. I'm <laughs> keep saying it. i said it eight times. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I know. I don't like. That even, anyways, um, that was because uh, when you were upstairs, though. Uh, we heard that uh, firefighters and everything, they were whistling and everything. I have that video and everything. We're like, oh my God, we're hearing all these noises and stuff. How are we going to get out there? And once we get out there, actually what she missed that point, when they got out from the building and we're trying to get out from here and then there's a guy standing right there behind us and he's calling the cops. And uh, I was oh, like, geez. oh my God, we got to just go through the hill down there and just go up there again. And like she's like i'm not gonna do that i was like no i didn't say that but it's like how can
1: you do that quickly the guy's right there
2: so he's keep calling and i said all right let's Mm -hmm. keep walking whatever it just the road leads us and road did lead us to the open like entrance because these firefighters they came in i was like oh my god (laughs) it's open let's go (laughs) So once we walked out there then there's a sheriff comes in and says what are you guys doing here and I was like, uh, we just got lost here. We're like, we're he's looking like, for the bus stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, kiddos, the bus stop is right there. Just walk in there. I was oh, like, my gosh. God. You guys so, got like, so lucky. Oh,
1: man. Yes. So lucky. So lucky.
2: So yeah, to scary. answer your question, wow. uh, scary was um, in, um, we got caught. We did get caught in um, I mean, yeah, that's very scary. The one, we don't want to say it what it is, but it is in New York. And it was cool. Uh, Like, you know, second time, or actually, like, we got out, we spent six hours spending all day (laughs) in there.
1: Fortunately, we got caught on the way out.
2: Yeah. (laughs) That was kind of like, oh, my God, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to go to prison. I don't want to do anything. I'm only taking pictures. (laughs) And you know what? Yeah. I'm not having a good camera we didn't have a good cameras now that we have we did not have a good gears even having that time we just was so enjoying the time all day spent seven hours summer day having fun it was our second year wow we got in (laughs) we're so like kind of like still we're like why we should get out we should get out as soon as possible we never done this kind of thing we have a full-time job and i was like oh my babe let's go (laughs) and we got out And she's like sitting there and (laughs) they were just waiting. Yeah. They're just waiting there. (laughs) I'll let, um, (laughs) right. To just say it. The rest of the story.
1: Well, no, but we've been very lucky. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody who's been doing this for a while has had their run-ins with security or the police or whatever. Uh, we've been very lucky. I mean, in all of the cases where we have been caught, then we, you know, we're, they've let us go. They've, uh, you know, just told us to be on our way and that we can't be in there and so forth. And, uh, you know, we're, we're very lucky that way. But yeah, but that's always scary. And it's, you know, you don't... Nobody wants to be lectured. I know what I'm doing is wrong. Uh,
0: you know, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs>
1: so, yeah, that's scary.
0: Nice. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely agree. You know, running into security or the police is never a good time. And, you know, you get that, like anxious adrenaline rush that yeah. happens every time you get caught and your heart's pounding and you're sweating a little bit and you're like oh god here we go yeah yeah we
2: absolutely. got lost in the tunnel though one time yes we did
0: yeah he's not a
1: big fan of tunnels i mean i'm not a big fan of them either but you know he really doesn't like them so uh
2: <laughs> so, <I hate> tunnels.
1: <laughs> there aren't many that i've been able to get him to go through so uh, yeah, we did mm. and lost once, which I mean that's a very like claustrophobic,
2: I scary do, feeling. You know, I've asked yeah, so I am like. She did tell me, okay, that's revealing. Asthma, I do have asthma, but anyways, I was like, uh, I don't. She like, we have to go through this tunnel. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but then I do it because you know you follow your women, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely, for sure. And then, have you guys ever had any, like, paranormal things happen? Have you ever, like, felt anything weird in a building?
1: Wait, sorry, I'm sorry. You cut out for a second. What was the question?
0: Oh, sorry. So, have you guys ever experienced anything, like, paranormal when it comes to exploring? Either just, like, a weird feeling or seen anything or anything like that? Not a lot, but we have had a
1: couple of cases where that's happened. There was one time we were at, um, you know... Whatever we'll call it, Queens Plaza, um, oh, you know. <laughs> Plaza. Cute. Very cute. Uh, it's to say uh, that. Uh, you know, and uh, we were in this building, and uh, you know, and I'm I'm not, you know, normally very freaked out by some of this stuff. So like, we're just She's not. Yeah, actually. if something, if you know, if I hear a noise, I assume it's the wind, uh, you know, opening, blowing a window or a door or whatever. And uh, anyway, we walked into this one room. And, um, you know, right as we walked into the room, the the door on the other side of the room opened. And again, I thought nothing of it because there's so much wind, you know, um, in these buildings with all the windows out and stuff. So we spent a little while in the room uh, taking some pictures. And then um, I said, OK, well, let's go that way. And as soon as I said that and took a step towards that door, it slammed shut. And I was like, OK, we're not going down that way. <laughs> i was yep.
2: surprised actually about he's the one who's very brave
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> wow you know so that happened because, not,
2: like me not... i'll be probably just walking away like all right i'm okay i i did have which is i'm gonna bring it up but a little bit i to say that i am always like uh i don't do paranormal stuff neither do us i mean no, we don't no, no. but i always like i have have a very high esp which is nothing to do with anything like i never think about it but i do have a high esp and uh i, I don't know like i tested it or something it doesn't matter not because of the sake of this interview or anything i love to go into places even though actually i uh have i, I do sometimes like you don't want to go into the i don't like horror movies can you imagine this i don't like horror movies <laughs> and striper <laughs> she knows that i don't like horror movies i would sit down with watch with friends or somebody and if i can if i watch horror movies or a horror movie tonight with friends or someone or my babe then i probably can rewrite the whole sequel next few days <laughs> so last thing people <laughs> ask me, my friends why do you go to these places like don't you get scared so i'd never experienced that But I do feel some kind of sometimes that I cannot explain to anybody, even when I tell to, um, you know, ripers, because um, she doesn't really know what it means. But I do feel that. I feel some corner somewhere I go, and I see or I feel like it. Not that things are moving in a way or moving, doing, or I, you know, like, I don't know it. But I see it. I feel it. I feel the cold spots. I feel that. But I try to overlook it. But when she said that to me, that what she just explained to you. I was because like,
1: I'm the complete opposite. I'm right. just like, okay, we're all good. Nothing's nothing's happening. We're totally fine. Signed that was
2: legit to me. That was totally legit. If she says that that's something we're gonna turn around and go. I thought, you know what? Turn around, let's run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I call that feeling you're talking about the darkness. Uh, there's this feeling we get in abandoned places where you'll like, for example, turn a corner and it's like the darkest kind of darkness you've ever experienced. It's like darker than pitch black. You know what I mean? It's like a void. Like you, you definitely feel something. And I, I mean, I've written blogs about it. I've talked about it extensively on this podcast, but I think that there, there's gotta be something in these buildings, you know, there's a lot of energy and there's a lot going on in these buildings, whether you think it's paranormal or whether it is the wind, like there's definitely something weird going on in these places. Yeah, (laughs) even That's
1: what, that's one of the nice things about them. I mean, that's one of the sad things about Rockland being gone because, uh, you know, for anybody who's ever been there, who was there before it was gone, um, you know, just walking around it, you felt uh, like, you know, and you, people would walk their dogs there, so you could walk around the campus, but, uh, you know, just walking around the campus and looking at the buildings, you know, you just had this sense of the history of the place. Um, and, you know, it's it's sad to see that history deteriorate and in that case actually just be wiped out, so.
0: Mm. yeah. And then do you guys have a favorite, speaking of history, do you have a favorite history of a place? And this could be favorite in the way of like it was – such a cool place before or favorite in the way of it It was such a dark place before like a lot of asylums i the guests i talked to on this podcast a lot of their favorite places are asylums because the history is so dark and it's so fascinating to us as as human beings to realize like what we what other humans did to each other back in the day especially in these old asylums
1: I, i mean i you know from for me i would agree that i think the hospitals especially the psychiatric hospitals um, are the most interesting, and I, I think they're interesting because I mean certainly because of the the history of them, um, but also because of how interesting it is um, that the you know the the how over the course of the last 30 years, how the the need for these types of hospitals has changed. Um, and, you know, you just, uh, when you're exploring some of the hospitals, the the layouts of those hospitals are very specific to the types of treatments that they were trying to treat. I mean, like tuberculosis mm-hmm. hospitals always have great sun porches and, you know, a lot of the old hospitals that have the Kirkbride layout, you know, they're very specific to, um, you know, the, the type of Um, illness that they were treating um and you know there's just something really fascinating about that um and i mean i i think our 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 favorite explore that we've ever been to you know we have ever done is um an old um you know psychiatric hospital in italy um in
2: uh not to say the name of it you probably know it but um i when we've uh explored it we call it in a story uh hospital ratatouille
1: <laughs> ratatouille yeah
2: <laughs> you probably know that Love yeah that. Uh, hospital yeah, ratatouille. yeah. <laughs> you know it's in italy in the <laughs> northern side yes i mean it's the best we can wait oh, to go it's back gorgeous and it is one of the if i'm not am recalling it is the one of the first uh Psychiatric asylum in Italy.
1: Yeah! Wow. When we got there, that's amazing.
2: That story when she posted every time. When I got to that room, that every time I was looking at online <laughs> and every you know, so she can tell you that is like yeah yeah.
1: No, it's funny because a lot of the times I remember what's in the buildings before, like you know, I'm like oh that that's the place that has X Y and Z, you know. Um, and you know, and then we'll get there and he'll be like, oh, it has this. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I said that, uh, you know, but, uh, uh, when we were exploring that hospital, uh, you know, I was in one room and then he was, you know, a little further down the hall and all of a sudden I just heard, oh my God, this is here. (laughs) And I was like, I guess you found that room. (laughs) Wow.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. It took us
2: almost like a one and a half hour to get in that hospital. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Wow. That's that's a long time. I don't know if I would have had the patience to like stick around and like actually find a way in if it, if it's been more than like 30 minutes. I'm like, uh we've been outside too long. We got to go. It was the ho- it was
1: the whole reason we went to Italy. We were, oh, true. We were traveling all around Europe like in yes. in Germany and Czech yeah. Republic and and we were like, you know what? We're not going to be that far away from it. Let's go to Italy and like, you know, try it. So, yeah, we were we were Sick. determined.
0: Yeah. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Traveling. You do definitely want to spend. Okay. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Definitely. So since you guys have been to Europe and you've been, you know, in America and stuff, do you guys have any bucket list items, places you want to go that you haven't gone to yet?
1: I mean, I would say the biggest bucket list items are Brothers Island, (laughs) uh, which we haven't worked up the nerve to do yet. um, uh, Because it's, is an island, uh, <laughs> but
2: um, do you know what what is that? North, uh, North Brothers I'm, island?
1: I'm googling it right now. North Bro- Brothers Island. Yeah, yeah. North, uh, Brothers Island. Uh, yeah, North is North. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, but uh, it's it's um, it's actually in New York. It, we know it's it's off of New York City or off of the Bronx, really. Um, and it's where Typhoid Mary was housed, um, and all of the Typhoid... Oh,
0: it's the there. one between the yes. The one between the Bronx and Rikers Island? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
2: that's been our dream. Wow. (laughs) That's
1: definitely on the bucket. I mean, I think like a lot of people, we haven't gone to Chernobyl yet. I mean, that would obviously be.
2: Well, I actually grew up in Europe. I speak different languages. I mean, when actually Chernobyl happened, I was in Russia, though, actually, that time.
1: Yeah. So that's definitely on the list. What but you, japan out, what else oh yeah japan, japan. yeah yeah oh man some japan of see is
2: like absolutely that uh, we have some friends there uh, on instagram we're looking forward to it but our next journey is gonna be again um uh, italy yeah
1: yeah definitely <laughs> like we
2: have bunch of bunch of locations and yes we have friends also in europe and um we also yes we definitely definitely want to go and um Which is, I was convincing um, RIPers, (laughs) my babe, um, that uh, do some RBX in Asian countries. Because there are some other Asian countries in Africa or somewhere other continent. Have amazing, amazing places. You know what I mean? Like, we we Americans focus only Europe and America. (laughs) I think it would be so cool Mm -hmm. to go to other parts of the world. Not like, you know, you go to Jordan, like Petra and stuff thing. Or Egypt, but there are so many other places like uh, barren places, or temples, or churches, or houses in uh, you know mm. distant part of the world that yeah. a lot of people actually don't know yet. Uh, thankfully, that I know I grew yeah. up in a family that they were traveler. Uh, so yeah, my father was a diplomat, anyways. So we traveled a lot. So I had a travel. i keep saying it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's right, Percy. It? Yeah. Fine. So. I was convincing her like hey you know in rest of our life we should just not only do this for you know instagram or anything and i love to just go and find those abandoned places and houses and uh, temples synagogues schools you know um theaters it's amazing it's it's amazing can you imagine actually you see in america or in instagram a few places like this everybody goes I want to find some places that Yeah, yeah. Nobody has to just really like my pictures, like our pictures or something. Just post it there and say, "Hey, we just, you know, checked it out."
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I totally get what you mean and I I think, you know, Instagram is great for like connecting with other explorers, but like yeah. beyond that, like I I'm not really there for the likes or anything like that. Like I just want to post my art and you know have a good time and connect with these other people. And that's what I love most about Instagram is the actual connectivity that you can have through like the messaging system and everything. And everybody's like so friendly in this community. Of course, uh, unless you're on Facebook. Facebook Urbex community suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little drama. Yeah, we try to stay. Yeah, we try to stay out of drama. Um, that is not our preference to be in any drama, but you're right. I mean, like I said, we started out, um, you know, we weren't even on Instagram and, you know, we just did, we, you know, we just Googled everything and used maps and, um, figured it all out. And, uh, you know, he started using Instagram before me. Um, and you know, all of a sudden we realized there was this community of other people that, you know, we could tap into and, you know, be, and we've met just incredible people who are you know very long-term friends now so it, it can be very good there mm. can be drama and we try to stay out of it but uh it can be good
2: especially um i'll make it short um just to say that uh, yeah especially in east coast i know you're from west coast but uh you you are in this business yeah. for a long time like you know you've been uh, like a pro than us we're just only four years but um to be honest i mean what i we found out there's a lot of people in this course they're looking into, like, you know, going to, like, it, they're going to just showing off. You know what I mean? It's not about showing off. Mm, it's about yeah. showing your intellectuality, your artistic way, your, you know, how you feel. But again, what happens is that people are, like, all com- in competition. And I feel like, why? You know? It's not about that. Yeah. If I find something and a place I will share it with you guys. But now I found, we found out that you can't share with people because some people go and vandalize, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's absolutely yeah. no reason I absolutely. want some people to go vandalize it because go ahead, have fun, take your shot. And if you do take a better picture than us or me, I will learn from you. You learn from me and you learn from mm-hmm. other people and share it. That's supposed to be right. But don't tag your thing and think nobody needs to know that. Yeah. There's no reason to do that. Yeah. You know, share with us in a good way. I agree. You know, that's the things that I'm thinking that what I was going to show you. Like, there's so many people finds out different places and stuff thing. Like, I've seen your pictures and stuff. And we both looked it up, your pictures and book. But you found stuff and we find stuff. There's always something to learn from each other, right?
1: Yeah. That's what the Mm -hmm. community should be about. Yeah, that's always nice.
0: Definitely. And then if you guys could live in one abandoned place you've explored for a week without any problems, there's no security, nobody else is coming in the building, it's just you, which place would it be? Which would you live in for one week?
1: Oh, I would definitely say... Would you? I don't know. I mean, I guess. Uh, That could be good. But uh, no, I would say the... Opital Ratatouille. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. Actually, to
2: be honest, yeah. yeah. I know. So we have two things now. <laughs> yes. One is in the USA. One is the other Italy. Yes. Yes. But you know what? Actually, right. Ratatouille? <laughs> 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 Absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because you know what? Nobody. Nice. We spent all day as a foreigners. Nobody. And we scour- scoundrel around. Oh, like it's so around, gorgeous. Like too. yeah, and we could totally live there. Yeah. If zombie accomplished or something happens, nice. we totally would live there.
1: The the only problem with staying a week <laughs> in an abandoned place is that I don't know how to cook anything. So I know how to cook. <laughs> you can cook it. Yeah, Fair. I love to cook.
2: I enjoy cooking.
1: <laughs> so we'd have to bring a lot. That'd be crazy
0: of cooking foods. <laughs>
2: but people are gonna see the light outside, so we yeah, can prepare something else. But you know what? You know, I know. We never prepared for any questions, but it's funny that I was saying something in the United States, and she's like, "In Italy." But I guess you figured out probably what I said. But that is cool, that actually. She said, "That is, you see, that bonds us more together now." I was like, "Let's fly there for sure.
0: <laughs> Let's go right now." <laughs> oh, we are planning. Cool. So, we are planning
2: to go there uh, this year.
0: Nice. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. So my last question for you both is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started as explorers? Hmm.
1: Uh, I mean, I I think it would go back to some of the stuff I said on the gear. I mean, I wish I had known to use a wide angle and bring a tripod. And I guess the other thing I wish I had known is bring tissue. (laughs) (laughs) At least if you're a woman. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, I always
2: spread the tissue because I know what the issue is
0: <laughs> what about you? <laughs> you gotta have it man it's you gotta have it yep. I
2: know I do care that's a good question Um, I think that um, in two years down there if I ask myself that what I would ask the same question you asked me I think it will change all the time because it's um, it's not hmm. I have, don't have a set of. Like answer of it, you know what I mean. I think. um Yeah. I don't have it. I don't. I think that is gonna is changes constantly. You know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean one of the fun. Yeah, things you're about always it learning has, something. You're know, always yes, learning. It's the, the it's the same thing that's so fun about photography. It's like, you know, and we joke sometimes because you know people will say like, oh, can you take a picture of my kid? And it's like what about my photography makes you think I'd be a good kid portrait photographer? You know, so, but it's like, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, but that's the nice thing about photography is that the different types you do, you, you know, learn all different types of uh, lighting and, uh, you know, different types of lenses and uh, you're just always learning. So that's been part of the fun adventure of it, I think, for us is, you know, we've, Mm. we've kind of learned photography and urbex at the same time. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't really change anything, but uh, but yes, uh, I do wish I knew the tripod thing earlier.
2: <laughs> yes, actually, you know what? That's and, true. And how
1: to bracket my pictures. Because
2: uh, Riper, right, she did tell <laughs> me before. Uh, actually, yes, I'll put it in my two cents in there. Um, I used to take um, uh, with my uh, iPhone cell pictures, cell phone, iPhone pictures and everything. Then I would go carry around my camera and type tripod and never shoot the pictures because I thought you know I'm so like rush into it just go I don't want to get caught. But well, if you ask me that question, I think that yes, that I think that put out your like pick camera thing is really important. Phone is better no matter what Android or iPhone you have. It's probably under commercial, you can use it. But I think the camera does better, much better. And mm. do that thing. And uh, what I've learned, I've learned that, yes, I've learned that uh, iPhone and the Android phone, Samsung or something, whatever the latest gear you have, the cell phone, is good to have the backup thing if your mm. phone, camera did not work it out or something happened that your SD card is not in there. So I think take pictures of it, yeah. your phones, as at least if you your phone uh, camera did not work, or your uh, SD card did not work. I think I learned that, that, at least you have great shots from, and make sure that you have a great shots from your phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> galaxy sometime yeah. or something. So you have a backup. I think that's what I've learned. So I combine now both of them. When I'm just waiting for my shot from Milky Way Galaxy or Dark, like in the house I'm going in there and it takes it 30 seconds to take the picture, I'm taking out my iPhone mm-hmm. 12 Max Pro, all the pictures I can take, <laughs> while my camera taking still a minute to take it. <laughs> I think that's where I've learned it though. I think that's what I've learned.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, have your camera, your phone for backup. Because I mean, we're basically essentially paying for another camera when we buy an iPhone or a Samsung or whatever it is, you're, you're paying for the camera quality. Let's be real here. That's what it is (laughs) at this point. Anyway, you're paying for those lenses and that, you know, that whole thing. Uh, So thank you both for coming on this show. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, Can you drop your social media one more time? Where can people find you if they want to continue following your journey?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am ripe arts, R I P E A R T S on Instagram.
2: I am um, Arbex Rover at U-R-B as in boy, E-X-R as in Robert, O-V as in Victor, E as in Echo, R, Arbex Rover.
1: (laughs) Well said, sweetie. (laughs)
0: So that was my episode with Ripe Arts and Urbex Rover. If you guys want to check out their Instagrams and their websites and stuff, I've put them down in the description for you. Thank you for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, please leave a rating and feedback for me. I would greatly appreciate it. It helps the podcast grow on the Apple podcast charts. And now there's, like, a subscription service on Apple Podcasts. So if you guys want to, like, subscribe and and support this podcast monthly you can actually get a subscription, a proper subscription that helps support the podcast. So thank you guys so much. I greatly appreciate that. Welcome to all the new listeners. Please hit that subscribe button. And like I said, if you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and feedback, and I will send you a signed photo print as a way of saying thank you for doing that. Until next time, my name is Kay. I'm known as no.tracers on Instagram or no.tracers on TikTok. Or you can go to no.tracers.com, pick up a copy of my book, read my blog, whatever you want to do. And I will talk to you next week for another episode of No Tracers, the podcast. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.